first ever edition of Tope Con Podcast. I'm joined here by the American Assassin, Adam Elliott. Chase Andrews, how are you doing, Adam Elliott? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. First off, I've got a question right now. Is anyone watching this podcast? If so, how many people? And can you that? Um, no, no one is watching it. It's not live. You literally said it was live earlier. What? I made it not live now. Why? Because. Let's make it live. I don't know how anymore. Well, then, it, if you're watching this after it's released, then um, just pretend this isn't. Okay, you know what? Let's dive right in. Indie wrestler throws uh, ble- bleachers, okay? Metal aluminum bleachers. He throws it at his opponent's head. How? Where do you draw the line between kayfabe and reality? How is... What? The line has to be drawn here where you're throwing up. It almost a ton at a person's face, potentially injuring them for ending their career and killing them. At that matter of fact, I mean, I mean, shout out to dude for being being able to lift that. Of course, that's a lot of weight for one man to lift, but and to spin it like he did. But poor guy. I mean, you look up and you see a freaking. 500-pound set of bleachers pummeling at your face. Your initial reaction is, okay, For you got like two seconds, depending on how far away he was. You got two seconds to just think about everything you've done in your life before you die. That is, that is it. the situation. And that's just the part of his business that no one really thinks about. It's, it's scary sometimes. You can die anytime. Very good point. Very good point. Now, I, I, I'm curious to know. Like, this is just leaving me speechless. Like, what is who was his opponent, and how is he doing? He's probably in the hospital right now. Who? Well, we will update you if we ever find any evidence of what happened afterwards at Tope Con Podcast, listeners. But I'm kind of intrigued to see where the whole Ambrose and Rollins storyline goes. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing is, I feel like WWE, you know, they they scheduled that little turning segment on the night Roman had to leave due to leukemia, which was kind of which was kind of a douchebag kind of thing for WWE. But I expected it, so I see why Vinnie Mac did it. But then again, yeah. I mean, it was it was perfectly timed, perfectly timed. But I mean, I'm not the I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the biggest fan. At Raw, I don't watch it every week. I watch it every other maybe two weeks because I mean, uh, let's face it, the content's boring. Yes, very. unlike Topicon Podcast. So if you want to continue watching, I'm listening to every episode. You subscribe follow whatever it is because i am new to this app so yeah do that yes but also subscribe to twe link in bio twe get your merch adam elliott's merch that is of course but yeah this this rollins and ambrose feud it led to that big 
overhyped lot of events, Starcade, where they fought in a steel cage match, which Rollins won, and now they're fighting again at TLC. How do you think that match is going to go at TLC, and where is rivalry going to go? Uh, it's definitely not going to end at TLC, that's for sure. Yes. It's going to keep going. Um, I can see it going all the way to WrestleMania 35, and they can main an event for the Universal title. I'm intrigued to see how they're going to make it last that long, though. Yeah. I don't want it to be like something boring and repetitive. Something's telling me that it's going to be like a, is is there like a stipulation to the match at TLC? I have no idea. Well, I'm, if it's a nor- if it's just a normal match, I'm thinking they're just going to make it a draw or like a Probably. DQ and then it'll go yeah. on to the Royal Rumble and let's say Dean wins or in another Somebody case. wins the title from Seth, and then Seth and Dean end up fighting Urbania for a title, possibly the Universal. Oh, I, well, Brock Lesnar's not going to show up for that, so that's not yeah. kind of off the market. He's not going to show up until WrestleMania 35, so I don't see that happening. Now, one more thing. Dean Ambrose, like, his new gimmick, I, I would say, like, have you watched his WWE Chronicle thing? Yes. They did that perfectly as well. Like, they they made it blend in between kayfabe and reality. They made it look like, okay, is this guy, a, is he actually like this in real life or is he not? I love, it was so perfectly made. Yeah. There's one problem I do have with this new Dean Ambrose, though. What he said about Omni? No, what he not just that 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 was kind of that was just that ridiculous, was but that was very cold. But they need to change his theme song. Yeah, like it, 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 I wouldn't say he's unhinged. Like he just he now he's just what you, you could say. He's that, psychopathic like, now. Yeah, like now he's just straight crazy, loony, black heart. Shouts Tommaso Ciampa, of course. Speaking of Tommaso Ciampa and, I guess, NXT, what are your predictions for the NXT TakeOver Phoenix card and what will happen there? This is a very touchy subject because there could be so much that happens between now and January. Is it January? Yes, it's January. I was was like, I know it's not in December. Okay. It's January 12th. I, I know for a fact that Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler is confirmed. Yes. So, right there, I'm going to go ahead and say Bianca Belair is going to win that because... That's she's interesting. Got, she's got that undefeated... She's been undefeated since she joined, and, like, you got to give the girl credit. She's very talented, and she, she fits her character perfectly. While she, she is very talented, and she is undefeated, I'll give her that. I do not see her beating Shayna Baszler as Shayna Baszler just won it back from Kyrie Sane. I'm, that's understandable, but then again, like you could look at it as like a like, like a Sasha Banks case. Like she wins it, loses. It. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. It could, it could, it's all of these like possible circumstances. Yes, but you never know because NXT they they always put a twist to things. Well, actually, I'm not going to say they put a twist to the whole Johnny Gargano situation. I think, like, I mean, yeah, nobody saw it coming. But then again, they it was kind of like a gut feeling because he just – who else is going to just randomly attack Alistair with, without motivation? 
it had to be one of the yeah. former DIY. Speaking members. of Alsha Black and Johnny Gargano, Gargano, there we go. Who do you think will be fighting Tommaso for the title NXT Championship at to take over Phoenix? Hmm. All right. So what I've saw, ladies and gentlemen, spoiler alert: cover your ears for about twenty seconds if you don't want to hear a spoiler from the weekly taping tapings. I know you heard about the um them reuniting in a steel cage match. I'm not sure against who. I think it was Alistair. Yes. Was that taped or was that um just a live event? I think it was taped. It was taped. Yeah. But before we get to that, before we get to that, before we get to that, let's back up. All right. Spoiler over. Applause. Applause to Alistair and Johnny because they put on a a classic, a classic match, bro. Like, it was amazing. Literally, I'm not yes, going to say it was a match on the card because Tommaso and Velveteen was absolutely. <sighs> Dave Meltzer, you better give it seven stars. I'm telling you. Right now, NXT is putting out the best quality show out of any in WWE. Short, barely, barely topping 205 Live, in my opinion, and NXT UK. <laughs> 205 and NXT UK has definitely impressed me a lot. And, like, I, you know me. Like, I'm not very easily impressed by stuff. Yes. Now, back to the whole, who do I think is going to face him at Phoenix? Obviously, yes. not Johnny. Or Yeah, it's not Johnny because of the, the spoiler I told you, just mentioned. The whole DIY topic. Um... So I'm thinking, Alistair. I could see Clint. it being Roddy or Adam Cole, to be honest with you. Um, Alistair versus Champa for me, and Gargano helps ultimately lead Champa versus Black at Takeover Brooklyn. Um, is it in? Yeah, it's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Five, I believe, because of New Jersey and New York. WrestleMania 35 week. But I'm thinking it's going to be Alistair versus Champa at Phoenix with a Johnny Gargano disqualification. That's my predictions there. And I'm thinking Ricochet versus Pete Dunne. Also, did you hear about um did you hear about Tyler Breeze returning at NXT taping? Yes, I, I think they're doing that for permanent now since Fondango is injured. I hope I hope that I hope so because Tyler he needs a a comp- he is amazingly talented. He, most people don't see Realize. his talents because of how he was booked on the main roster. But if you look at the very first takeover of Brooklyn, he faced New Japan legend Jushin Thunder Liger, and that was a fantastic match and it showed off his skill incredibly. Yes, his NXT and, career was amazing in its own right. Mike, he never won a main title or any kind of title in NXT, or NXT, but he was still, in my opinion, one of the best superstars during his time there. People at No Edge, shout out to TWE. That's what he was going to say in case you all didn't pick up. But let's talk about – let's see. January 1st, the whole being the elite segments they're doing, TikTok, all that. Do you think – what do you think? Do you think this is a direction to WWE, or do you think this is a direction to the rumored All Elite Wrestling Company? I, me and Brady were talking about this earlier, so were you. And um, I believe it's a rumor to the All Elite Wrestling Company. They copyrighted many 
many terms, including like a weekly show, Tuesday night something. I don't remember what it was. But I believe if this All Elite Wrestling actually happens and it starts taking place, then WWE is in bad, bad trouble. Definitely. It will be their main competition with Cody, Kenny, the Young Bucks, and Marty, Paige, Chris Jericho, all them. Yeah, like, that's what's so interesting. Like, Chris Jericho, like, he's so – he doesn't want to go back to WWE. I'm like, is he on bad terms with Vince? Or what's going on there? We don't know. He hasn't clarified what his relationship with Vince is as of recent. But I think uh, he's the one who is copyrighting on his terms. I think he's going to be the one who really makes all the wrestling an actual thing. I feel like – yeah, they're definitely – I think they're hint, hinting at All Elite Wrestling because you remember back when they did the whole Bullet Club invasion of Monday Night Raw segment on being the loot? Yes. Vince is definitely – he's not going to let that go, and they will literally – he will bury them. Like, they'll do good in NXT because of Hunter, but after after NXT, they'll be nothing but a, a side tag team. Yes. I would be intrigued well, to see the Usos versus the Bucks and the Usos versus the Revival. Yeah, so that would be sexy matches. No. That's the only that's the only reason Vince wants Cody Kenny. Well, I know Vince wants Cody back because of how he was. But Cody, Hangman, all that talent. WWE that's too much talent like, to just throw in the next team, in my opinion. And just WWE, keep there. Yeah. WWE, they want all of these talents because they know that if AEW gets started, that that is a serious threat to them. Yes. And, like, there's backstage rumors that some of the whole – some of the WWE wrestlers, if they, they heard about it and they're thinking about leaving, who are your top three people to, that you think would go to AEW? I'm thinking – off the top of my head, which one, it's more of my dream lineup to go there, and two, it's people who are being underused in WWE that I believe could shine on a different spotlight. Number one is Drew McIntyre. He's He went to NXT, and he reigned havoc. Came to WWE and on the Raw, and he just was a tag team and the bodyguard, basically, of Dolph Ziggler. He's, he's like a Scottish psychopath. He's destined for glory and greatness. I believe if he goes to AEW, he will, like, take over the company. That is very – that's very well true, of course. And, and I don't – I feel like I feel like they're not burying Drew. I feel like they've got something – I feel like he's going to be the one to take the universal title off of Dolph. I mean, I mean Brock. I don't think Dolph's going to have anything. Is that the one you said you'd more like you'd want to go – Yes, but the next one I would also want to go so he can shine because WWE, in my opinion, has underused him since his first ever title victory, which is Finn Balor. Yeah, that yes, definitely. Because Finn Balor, he, as you know, he started in New Japan as Prince Devitt. I think he should bring that back into AEW. Yeah, and the third one? That's a hard one. I was thinking someone like either Andrade, seeing Almas, or – He's being buried. Andrade is being so underused, but I don't think he wants to go to the Indies. another company. I would. That's one of my dream matches: Andrade versus Cody. 
Yeah. Now my top, my three. I'm thinking Bobby Roode, of course. He is. Oh my, they are. It they makes me angry the that they're using him at such a limited extent. You don't put a five star match candidate in a tag division. I mean, I know the tag division on Raw is sloppy, but plus like Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, like I still can't take that tag team seriously. Yeah. And That's also, another thing. Chad Gable, he's one I believe he is one of the best wrestlers in WWE today that he's yeah. just being underused. But I think he, he has real amateur wrestling talent, pure talent. He he does. He does. Uh, my second is Ty Dillinger and my third yes. my third being Rusev. Rusev is numerously mentioned about leaving the company, but he's always teased it. He's never said he was actually gonna leave, so I don't know the situation there. But now that that's out of the way, TakeOver, NXT UK, TakeOver, Blackpool. How excited are you? Are you ready to see how they can perform? Because some of you guys... I mean... What are you going to say? I don't really... The UK, it's way better than Raw and SmackDown and even 205 in my opinion, but it has nothing compared to the just regular NXT in my opinion. Pete Dunne, he's the best on there, but... Easily my favorite, most impressive by far is Jordan Devlin, my favorite NXT UK superstar. The guy, that kid is amazing. Like he is, he's at a such such a young. I, I'm sitting here calling him kid, like I'm like I'm older than him when I'm literally 16 years old. But like Jordan, he, I, I'm thinking, I can't remember who he was supposed to face at. Blackpool, but it was shaping up. It's going to be a great match. I know that. I can't remember who he was facing. To be honest, but, I forgot the whole card for Blackpool. Yeah, I did too. But like, I know Pete Dunn's fighting Joe Coffey in the main event. Joe Coffey, he is an, he is such a good wrestler for like his size. He was one of the people that really impressed me in this year's UK tournament. Yes. And Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. When is that happening? Isn't it like... Is that Blackpool? Is it really? It's the rematch. I thought... They're going to let Rhea Ripley win so she can hold the title for not just like one defense. But I believe Tony Storm will be the second champion at some point. I believe they'll keep this rivalry going because, I mean, to be honest with you, Tony Storm is, in my opinion, better than Rhea Ripley. They're very both very talented women. Yes, they are, but... But I think I'd rather put a UK title on a UK superstar instead of an Aussie. Yeah, I see, I see where you're coming from there. No. I should we talk about World Tag League? I'm not sure if you kept up on it, but I I'm not gonna lie, I haven't. I have not. So like, we're just not, not gonna talk about NJPW. that. We're not gonna talk about that. Yes, NJPW World Tag League. We're not gonna. I'm. I love we'll talk about Japan. that one next week. I've numerously, numerously said that I, New Japan is my favorite company, and it still is to this day. But, like, tag team wrestling, the only teams that keep me interested is the Revival and the Young Bucks and LAX from Impact Wrestling. Yes. And now, SCU. my favorite. SCU. SCU. My, my favorite company right now is not really – I don't think it's a like, call it a company – 
pretty sure it's just a brand on WWE. It's NXT. I've said it before like eight times already today, but I believe NXT is at the top of his game. It's 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 they. I feel like they've got way too much talent. Like they have got so. You know why? Do you want to know why they have recruited so many top tier indie talents in such a short amount of time? They heard the rumors about AEW. They're trying to get everyone they can. They're trying to raid the indies. Hunter Hunter is smart. Hunter Hearst Helmsley is a smart man. Yes. He knows what he's doing. And he, I'm telling you, like, I'm not sure that's confirmed, but it's like been heavily rumored that that's what they're trying to do. But I don't appreciate how EC3 is being used. Like he, He's been the same way he's was treated in NXT as Derek Bateman. Like he's just slowly falling back to that level. Yeah. Like I believe that easily in my opinion right now, the best superstar on NXT is Velveteen Dream. He's gonna be the fucking world champion in WWE in my opinion. That that's that, that's not a that's not opinion, that's that's an actual fact because he is an amazing competitor. Like, just people told him that he would be nothing on Tough Enough. And, like, his match alone at TakeOver, crap, what was, I'm really sitting here because I forgot the, War Games, War Games, wow. Okay, NXT TakeOver War Games. That match alone proved that he's got the chance to be a top talent, in which he is. But he, Vince McMahon, I feel like Vince loves Velveteen Dream's character, and he, he'll give him a push. I really enjoy looking at the attires of yes, Velveteen the, Dream, he never, especially the one that was said, call me Vince on his baton. Call me up, Vince. <laughs> he never disappoints his yes. attire. It's always top-notch. Now, let's switch over to SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live is is better than Raw, no doubt in my mind. That, that SmackDown Live is the best show yeah. over in the main roster. Daniel Bryan's heel turn. Let's talk about this new character he has. Yes, movement is dead. Have did you watch his most recent promo on why he did it? Yes, I actually did. That it was. It's that is crazy. Like how he did that. I do have a question, though. Do you believe that the no movement will come back? I'm not. No, no, not at all. I feel like fans will chant it, but I don't. He's got, like, this, like, whole enlightened gimmick. Like, he feels like, yeah. just, he's feel like he's some kind of enlightenment. It's, it's really weird, but I appreciate I like how he thinks he's better than everyone now. I feel like that would be treated. I love how that would be treated his match against Brock Lesnar. Made him look like not the underdog in that situation. Not, I mean, of course, he yeah. Was, but like, they made him look strong. It's, it's heck. Mm-hmm. And, like, go ahead. The thing with Daniel Bryan is, he has the talent. Like when he broke his neck and had to retire for a while. As soon as he came back, he was the same status he was when he left. Maybe even higher. The same Daniel Bryan. Exactly. I'm I'm ready to see how good WWE will let this AJ versus Daniel Bryan match be. Because they didn't have a lot of time on SmackDown Live. Yeah. Now, let's address something that has 
been talked about for weeks. Well, not weeks, like a, a week maybe, even if it's been that long. Alistair Black and Zelina Vega's marriage. Yes. I, I saw that on Instagram. I was scrolling through and I was like, what? I thought Zelina Vega was a uh, lesbian. I mean, even if she was, like, it doesn't matter. Like, she, we don't judge here on the Topecon podcast. So, follow, subscribe, whatever you have to do, I do not know. But, ladies and gentlemen, even if she was, like, of course, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I can't see that, but I know she's. You had, think it's a rumor or you think it's real? What? The, the marriage? That they got married. Oh, no, I think, I think it's real. But you know what's funny? I found funny. She was dating Austin Aries at first. And then, and then, I don't know if they were dating at the time, but Alistair Black basically had to, she had to take a bump from Alistair at TakeOver New Orleans when she was fighting, when he was fighting Andrade. Yeah. That, that, that's ironic now that they've done this. But hey, you know what? It, I'm proud. How, what do you think I about think the newest well, known NXT slash WWE couple with, of Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro, the old American Ninja Warrior. To be honest, I had no clue until like literally 20 minutes ago. I thought Ricochet was still dating Tessa Blanchard. But Oof. I mean, I, I don't see it. They, I don't know. Like it's, uh, I'm not going to say I don't. I mean, if they're happy, I mean, let them be happy. But I just, I don't, I don't know. They just don't seem like they'd be a, a couple. Yeah. But We're our, we are on the other the lower half of 25 minutes so I think we should wrap this up and three more topics three more topics three all more, right three more topics okay this whole Charlotte situation is she a face or a heel now like they never because she's the new big show of WWE yeah like she just she turns face and heel whenever she wants speaking of big show he kind of turned face again or heel whatever you want to call it at Smackdown of course we That's, don't know anymore. We no clue. But anyway, fix I, your show WWE. Okay, so there's one more thing. Two more things we got to talk about. Number one, Samoa Joe's promo on Jeff Hardy last week. That that was. They talked about his victory road match where he literally couldn't wrestle because he was drunk out of his mind. Yes. I, I don't think that's a smart move. I know it would be, but, you know, that's. It certainly made their ratings and stocks go down, but I believe that will lead to them, you know, him and Samoa Joe just having a TLC match, any kind of like that, maybe a ladder match, table match. That would be a great match, no doubt. They fought before in the Indies, and it was amazing. So. Yes. And lastly, we're going to wrap this up. Okay, so did you hear about the whole Tetsuya? I think I sent this to the TW group chat. Did you hear about the Tetsuya Naito situation? No. Okay, well, for you and those people listening at home or wherever you listen to this amazing podcast. Okay, so Tetsuya Naito, New Japan Pro Wrestling Superstar. WWE offered him a contract once again so he'd stay away from AEW. I think AEW, yeah. they won't have, some superstars won't be contracted because he's contracted to New Japan. They went to Tetsuya Naito's favorite restaurant in Tokyo, Japan, so they could discuss him possibly signing a contract with them. 
do you know what Tetsuya Naito did? What? He disagreed with something, so he asked them if he could excuse himself to the bathroom. Of course, they said, they said, of course. And as soon, as soon as he got out of their sight, he, he dipped out the back door. That is amazing. That, what a legend. That is literally, literally, that's, that's what females do when, like, girl on a date with a total freak. That's what females do when they're on a date with someone that, uh, this isn't going to work out, or for guys that matter, I, I've stood a girl up before. Yeah, I'm just kidding, guys. I, I don't get no girls. Sorry. You heard it here first. Adam Elliott is a douchebag. Yes, Adam Elliott is a douchebag on screen and off screen. Yes. Well, well, we are at 29 minutes, and I, think, I believe it's time to wrap it up. You think you have anything else to say, Adam Elliott? Subscribe, follow. Like I said, I don't know what the name is on here, but do it because you don't want to miss the hottest new podcast on Anchor. Possibly, maybe we'll come to Apple someday. Apple podcast and YouTube. It'll, yeah, it'll probably be on YouTube. Probably YouTube. That would be amazing. Maybe we can make money off this. I saw something about money earlier. That'll be pretty good for TWE. But yes, we like money. Well, thank you guys for watching. If you enjoy, like Adam Elliott said, like it, subscribe, and stay tuned for more Topay Podcast. We'll see you soon, guys.